Welcome to North American Egg Spotlight. Today I have with me the host of the Casual Cattle Conversations, Shay Keister. Welcome, Shay. Thank you so much for um, for joining me today. Yeah, well, absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show, and I'm excited to visit. Awesome. So, what's your podcast all about? My podcast is about all things related to ranching. So. I utilize rancher to rancher education to educate current ranchers of the upcoming generation of ranchers, really anyone interested in the ranching space to learn about common practices, experiences, stories, um, life paths. It's really just an all encompassing podcast that covers ranching in the ag industry. Awesome. Yeah, that's very good. What, um, and what's your background? Are you, do you have a farming background? Yeah, so I was raised on a commercial and seed stock Red Angus operation in North Dakota. So I have had ranching in my veins since I was born. Um, it's definitely something I want to go back to and always be a part of. Um, I'm blessed to have family who takes care of my cattle while I'm in college about nine hours away. So yeah, very strong ranching and farming background. We do a little both. So that's where I come from. And that's I'd like to keep ranching in my roots and for the rest of my life. That's wonderful and great to hear of, you know, youth, youth with a future in agriculture. Really great to hear. Uh, and you're in college now. So what are you, what are you taking and where are you attending college? So I attend college at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And with that, my major is animal science and the option I'm taking up is food animal production management. So that focuses more on the uh, management side of raising livestock species. But with that, I have two minors, and that's my favorite part about my educational pathway. The first minor is the Angler Agribusiness Entrepreneurship Program, and that was founded by Paul Angler of Cactus Feeders. So with that, it's been an amazing opportunity for me to take on entrepreneurship as a college student and really develop that mindset of learning and growth and really pursuing my own purpose in life wherever that may take me and whatever that may be. The other minor I'm taking up is called Nebraska Beef Industry Scholars. And that is a full encompassing minor of the beef industry, whether that's issues within the industry, the different segments of the industry, you get to go on industry tours and end up at NCBA convention as well for part of it. So that's been an awesome experience for me as a cow-calf producer to get to see um, issues within the other sides of the segments of the beef industry and gain a better understanding of it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very busy girl, <laughs> the bright future. I've heard a lot about that program. Uh, actually in our round table, uh, okay. yeah, we uh, had um, Tom, mm -hmm. Tom Field. He was representing uh, um, the university there and I talked to him quite a bit about this, this program and it sounds wonderful. I wish something like that would have been available when I was, was in college. I went to school for agriculture too, but uh, it was, um, wasn't focused on entrepreneurship. I just think that's an excellent program. Yeah. And Dr. Field is actually involved in both those minor programs. So wow. yeah. 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 So he's very inspiring to talk to. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So how did the, what brought you to the idea of starting this podcast? How did that all come about? So I looked at all the information that's available to ranchers and there's a lot of articles, you know, there's some videos and there's so much information, but we're already very busy people who can hardly keep up the way it is. With that, as a college student, the 
most feasible and from a time management standpoint, the best way for me to take my take on my passion for educating others, specifically ranchers, was to start a podcast because you can download it and listen to it anywhere. So that's why I chose the media of the podcast. And it was because it was easy for me to start and see if that's what I really wanted to do. But as far as the rancher to rancher education, that just goes back to when I look at what I've learned best and the memories and lessons that stuck with me the best. Yes, I learn a lot in school and I love my classes, but it comes back to the stories of other producers and ranchers or sitting in the buddy seat with my grandfather or working cattle with my dad and just being around multiple generations of people who have different experiences and can share those with me. So I wanted to take that and amplify the magnitude of the impact and just share these stories um, on a national and international level. I have listeners, primarily the United States, but also Canada and Australia. So it's been pretty cool to watch that grow. Yeah, what an incredible mission. What's your, uh, who's your target audience then? I primarily target the younger generation. So say my generation of college students or high school students who are interested in either being involved in the beef industry or coming back to it because we're the ones who maybe need a little more mentoring because we lack the experiences of the older generation. So that's my main target audience. And I usually tailor the last couple questions of every episode to what advice do you have for the upcoming generation? Or is there anything else you'd like to add? But with that, I definitely include aspects that everyone can learn from. I I'm a firm believer that every story has a message and a lesson for everyone. And I like to keep that involved in my podcast and not completely limit it to one age group. Wow, that's, that's really great. And so as when it comes to interviewees, what do you look for in someone to interview? Yeah, so I've really interviewed a wide variety of people. Um, so I really look for people who are honest. I'm someone who lives my life on honesty and I run my business in, my business on honesty. So I look for people who are going to give honest answers, whether I necessarily agree with it or not, but I want them to be honest with their experiences where they're going and their thoughts. And it's, it just becomes more transparent for everyone and it makes the story more meaningful and you learn more from it when you get the full story and honest people. So I look for honest people, but again, who have that experience in some area of the beef industry. I, yes, I interview people who have been on the ranch for 25 years or 40 years, but I also interview people who are only a year or two back on the ranch after just graduating college and they went straight home and said, okay, what are the challenges you've had and why are you glad that you went back right away? But I've also interviewed people who waited 20 years to go back to the ranch and say, okay, what are your thoughts on that? So it's not necessarily how many years of experience, mm -hmm. but it's that they're honest with the experiences that they have. Right. Yeah. That, that's really important. Um, and how has COVID-19 affected your life, your schooling, the podcast? Mm -hmm. So as far as the podcast goes, uh, it's impacted a little bit on the sponsorship and revenue side. Mm -hmm. But as far as gaining people to interview and talk to, and that's not changed. That's stayed pretty consistent. And actually my listeners have increased through that. And I don't, and part of that's because I've had more time with online classes to 
channel more of my time to my podcast as opposed to going to in-person class all the time. Mm -hmm. So from the podcast side, it's mostly from a sponsorship side that's been impacted. But as far as the content and what I'm putting out, that's just improved and gotten better. Now, as far as schooling goes, I'm fortunate enough to go back. I'm very thankful for the University of Nebraska to still have some of my classes in person. Some are online. Most of them are actually split so that half of them are online and half of them are in person. So I still have the experience to come back to those classes and still learn to the best of my ability and to the best of my professor's ability to teach us. But also there's still club meetings going on that can be held in person, depending on what it is. There's still groups that are able to meet up. So things are different. The groups are smaller, might be a little farther apart, but we're together again. So that's what counts. Right. That's good. And so what does the future hold for you? What are your ambitions and dreams? And what do you, are you going to farm? <laughs> or are you going to, what are you thinking? Well, that's about the million dollar question right now, if when I, as a junior in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right now, my goal is to grow this podcast, mm-hmm. maybe add a few additional segments onto it. I'm working through those options. I, Like I said, I'm going to keep ranching in my life no matter where it is. I don't plan on returning to the ranch right away, but that's definitely an option. And I do want to eventually end up back on a ranch where I'm doing the hands-on work and physical labor because that's something I miss and enjoy and just see the value in it when you're raising it and it's hard to leave. So definitely stay within the beef industry, but I'm not limiting my options at 21 years old to exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and find another job within the industry upon graduation and we'll see where I go from there. But just, I'm just going to keep my entrepreneurial spirit going and keep going down that direction. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I can tell your future is going to be bright. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. Um, You know, with everything that's been going on in the world, you know, where, where do you see agriculture going? Agriculture will change, Mm -hmm. but everything changes. Mm -hmm. In a way, maybe this was good for agriculture to see how the world needs to rely on technology a little more, but agriculture is so fundamental to the world that I really just think we'll keep improving. We'll work through it just like everyone else. There's still a bright future there. The world's not ending, so it's just... A tough spot in life, but we'll keep per- wor- working through it and pushing through it because agriculturists are some of the toughest people I know. That's for sure. Yeah. So anyone out there that wants to uh, listen to Shay and her podcast, uh, the Casual Cattle, Cattle Conversations, it's a mouthful. Uh, you can go to uh, NorthAmericanAg.com and we have a whole page devoted um, to the best of ag podcast. So she is there and you'll be able to listen straight from there. And do you also have um, a website that it's on? Yep. So my website is casualcattleconversations.podbean.com. But where most of my content is, so I have social media pages. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, and it's the same name as the podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I share on there are all my episodes, a little more about who I am, but I also share industry updates and information as well. Great. That's excellent. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And um, yeah, and we'll be uh, releasing this onto YouTube and, uh, and yeah, and hopefully we can get um, lots of people to experience the, the casual cattle conversations.
Thank you so awesome. much. Well, thank you. Yeah. The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, -face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt. From farms to manufacturers to service providers, with a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info, because that's easier to spell, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y dot info. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find the path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit Fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar to register now.